Good morning, church family. It is so good to be with you, to be sharing our Sunday together again. We just love gathering together every Absolutely. Sunday and meeting in your homes with you. We know the day will come when we are back in the house of God, but at the moment yeah. we are being the house of God together Absolutely. in our homes and our lounge rooms. We, uh, we hope you're blessed by Phil and Leanne's encouragement. We just love the Hilltop family. Yeah. Uh, such a blessing that they could just encourage us this morning. Amen. So I have a book recommendation for you this morning before we start. I have read this book a couple of times. And if you haven't read it, you should definitely get it. You can go to Kurong anytime. They deliver. It takes a couple of days. And you can buy that straight away online or you can download it on your Kindle. It's called Strengthen Yourself in the Lord by Bill Johnson. Phenomenal book. So encouraging. Has so many testimonies and just different ways that you can strengthen yourself and encourage yourself in your relationship with God. So I encourage you to get that book. We have been blown away again this week, haven't yeah, we? Absolutely. Just family being family, just the body of Christ, looking after the body. I've had just often I get text messages asking for people's address so someone can go and bless someone or love on someone. You guys are amazing and we are so proud of you. Keep loving, keep blessing. It just brings so much encouragement to people Absolutely. this season, doesn't and, it? And the person, you know who you are, but that apple strudel angel who brought apple strudel to our home. I've got to say thank you. What most of you don't know is Mel doesn't eat, eat cooked fruit. Now, for half of you, you've just gasped in shock and horror for all the times that we've been there and you've offered her some sort of cooked fruit as a dessert. But I love it and I don't get it. So for that person that brought that apple strudel to my place, you are just hearing from God. <laughs> Amen. So I want to share something on my heart this morning. I've um, been reminded as I've been worshipping the Lord and spending time with Him and drawing near to Him that it is so vital and so important as Christians that we actually know how to strengthen ourselves in the Lord. Absolutely. Strengthening ourselves in the Lord is so important for our well-being, for our peace, for our ability to flourish in challenging times, in COVID-19 pandemic times. Strengthening ourselves in the Lord when we're faced by turmoil and uncertainty and pressure is so important to know how to continually connect with the heart of God, to draw close to Him, to, to position ourselves in His presence so that He can bring strength and refreshing to our lives is just so important absolutely yeah actually just in thinking about that a lot of the church family uh, mel you, you may be unaware but we're going through a, a friendship group and we're doing a curriculum called transformed and having had a look at what you wanted to talk about today i came totally prepared for once and um, we've been talking about physical health spiritual health mental health emotional health and nearly through every week um, it's a rick warren curriculum nearly going through nearly every week and every, every different part of who we are there's an area where we have to strengthen ourselves in God where we wow. have to spend time with God wow. and one of the ones that I really loved in relation to mental health the way that we think particularly when we're going through difficult situations seasons um, where it's addressing our mental health but I think it's it, it that affects everything and 
We were looking at Isaiah 26, and it was, you will keep him in perfect peace. So God will keep us in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Yeah, that's great. And in this season, to strengthen ourselves in the Lord, we need to be able to be a people who constantly stay with him, where our mind is stayed with him. And then in that, we learn to trust him. And just, I just want to read this little part here. I love it. It says, do you have perfect peace today? You can answer that. I know some days my mind has a mind of its own and it's anything but peaceful. I can't seem to think clearly uh, about anything. I think about things that could happen. I fret over the consequences of what has happened. My nation runs, my imagination, sorry, runs wild with the kinds of negative possibilities. And no matter what I do, I can't seem to bring my thoughts under control. I don't have perfect peace, the perfect peace of God. Does that sound familiar? And then he goes on to say, the Bible gives a reason for it and it gives us a way out. When you fix your mind on God, God fixes your mind. When we need to strengthen ourselves, we just need to focus on him, yeah? Yeah, absolutely, totally. It's it's amazing, I love that. It's really good. And it's real because we all feel like that at moments. We all experience that. But I love that as you spend time with God, as we draw near to God, as we just position ourselves in his presence, our whole body, soul, spirit is affected. Every part of our being is encouraged. Every part of our being is loved on. Every part of our being is refreshed as we spend time with God, as we strengthen ourselves in the Lord. It's not just that our spirit man is affected, but as we position ourselves in the presence of God, as we strengthen ourselves in Him, every part of our entire being is affected in a great way. Amen? Amen. King David was a man who made it the priority of his life to strengthen himself in the Lord. And I just love King David. I know that I've shared this scripture over the last few weeks, but I want to share it again because it's so powerful. 1 Samuel 30 verse 6 in the NIV version says, David was greatly distressed. Have you felt greatly distressed recently? I'm sure lots of us have felt greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But... But, you've got to get the but. The but is the most important part. But David found strength in the Lord his God. I wasn't going to say anything there. Go Thank you. So in the NLT version, it says, David was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters. And they began to talk of stoning him. So men that he had walked with, that he had talked with, that he had fought with, that he had shared his heart, his life, his resources, his everything with, were suddenly in fear and greatly distressed and they turned on him. You know, he went from walking in close relationship to experiencing this real betrayal. And, but you know what it says? It says, but David found strength in the Lord his God. I just, I love that so much. You know, in this challenging season, in an overwhelming season, in a time when he experienced great betrayal, what did David do? What did he do? Did he have a complete meltdown? Did he work himself into a total panic and state of state of severe worry? Did he give up? 
Did he um, turn away from God? No, 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 he didn't. And this is my favorite part. David found strength in the Lord his God. That is just yeah. life to us. David found strength in the Lord his God. They actually say that when he was going through all of that, when he was going through though just that tur turmoil, it's in that season that David himself wrote Psalm 23. That's when he wrote, wow. the Lord is my shepherd. I, I have wow. all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. It's when he was going through all of that that he actually penned the words, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. It was in smack in the middle of that where he needed to be strengthened by the Lord, that he found a resolve in the Lord by turning to him. Wow, that's so good. That's cool, isn't it? Absolutely. Wow, that's so good. So he found strength in God. He turned his attention to God. He turned his affection, his heart. He postured himself in the presence of God. And do you know why? Because David knew that the only way to navigate this challenge, the only way to navigate this season, the only way to get through this yeah. is to do it with God, yeah? Any other, cho any other choice would have turned into an utter mess. Who's ever found themselves in a really giant mess because when life got tough, instead of strengthening ourselves in the Lord, instead of positioning ourselves in the presence of God, we looked for comfort somewhere else. Have you ever done that, Pastor Andrew? <laughs> look, look for comfort somewhere else. <laughs> uh, with a camera looking at me, I, I, I cannot answer that for fear that I may incriminate myself. <laughs> so, yes, no, I have no recollection of ever looking for comfort somewhere else. <laughs> fib, fib, lie, lie. <laughs> There's no condemnation here. We are all real people, yeah. I have done it myself. I'm sure King David had done it as well. Look but at me! The pantries where I find comfort! Anyway, scarf goes back, cover. Smile. So as I was saying, King David knew there was a great way. There was a better way, you know. There was a way that he could find his strength. There yeah. was a way that he could find his peace and his joy, and it was in Papa God, yeah? David knew that when you're feeling weak, when you're feeling overwhelmed, yep. when you're worried or stressed, God is the only place to go. Yeah. You can go to other places, but generally it doesn't work out real well. No, no, yeah? no. And strengthening ourselves in the Lord, it's not just about choosing to strengthen ourselves in the Lord in this COVID-19 pandemic, although we need to do that totally. so very much. Yes, we do. You know, but we want to create a lifestyle where we actually do that all the time, um, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. We choose to strengthen ourselves in the Lord. Can I? I'm going to throw something out there. It, it may be... You know, um, I don't think it's controversial is the right word, but it's certainly difficult because I think the reason that some of us struggle to strengthen ourselves in the Lord mm. is because we don't spend time with him. Because if you spend time with him, you strengthen yourself with him, in him, and he mm. works through you. The reason that some of us struggle to spend time with the Lord is because I believe we have not yet fully grasped 
how much he loves us. Because when we understand how much God loves us, when we fully comprehend the price that Jesus paid, it actually turns us into worshippers. And when we're worshippers, we love to spend time with the Lord. We actually love it. It flows from us. Our, Our cup is filled to overflowing. And when we spend time in his presence, we're strengthened. Because the Bible says that in his presence is fullness of joy. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. So maybe the only reason we struggle sometimes when we need to strengthen ourselves in the Lord is because we actually haven't yet fully resolved deep, deep, deep within our heart of hearts just how much he loves us. Mm, That's really great. Yeah, great truth. Now, we we understand there are are different seasons that we walk through. And we, we understand that in different seasons, there are different amounts of time that we have to spend with God. When yeah. you're a young mother and you have little kids and babies, you obviously have less time to spend with God than you do in seasons of when our kids are older and grown up or at school. So, But there are moments when you can lean your heart into God, yeah. when you're doing the dishes, when you're feeding your baby. I remember when Samuel was small and I would just put the worship music on while I was feeding because that was my only opportunity to just lean into God, to lean into his love, to lean into his presence. So it, it's not really about being strict and saying you have to do this and do this and do that, but it's just about posturing our heart towards yeah, the Lord. It's in about every situation. leaning into him, drawing near to him, looking for opportunities to spend time in his presence. Yeah, I actually caught on social media this morning uh, a friend of ours, um, Sean Hunter, who was the pastor at, at Enjoy here in Ballarat, that's now in Queensland pastoring there, and he was taking his dog for a walk and he just had a thought. And so he turned the camera on while he was walking his dog and he filmed himself just sharing just some heartfelt thoughts about, okay, we're in a pandemic. We know what we don't have, but when we leave this place of isolation, what are we going to leave behind? But it was just a God thought. So while he was walking his dog, Mm -hmm. he postured himself, spent some time with the Lord, had a great thought, a revelation maybe, and he just shared it with, you know, whoever he could, whoever is on his social media list. But we do need to be able to find time to posture ourselves anywhere and everywhere. And Mel and I often have a little bit of a laugh because a really good friend of ours that married us, Tony, um, Tony had within his toilet, uh, his toilet Bible for years. It was and called the toilet Bible. It, it was called the toilet Didn't Bible. Didn't leave the toilet. <laughs> but it was the most used Bible that you'd ever seen. Not in the way that you're thinking, but because he read it. Every time he was in the toilet, he read it. Wherever he went, he just made, got, it created opportunity for him to posture himself, didn't it? He took long toilet breaks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where was I? I'm distracted now. Um, posturing. That, yes, posturing ourselves. So it is, it's about leaning into his presence. It's about spending time with him, choosing his word, going for a walk. I have uh, incredible moments with God when I go for a walk and just being surrounded by nature. Um, I just hear from God. God just speaks into my heart. He speaks into my spirit. I go for a half an hour walk. I come back and I'm so encouraged because I've just been with the Lord. Uh, when I worship... I just, I just surrounded by pain after a half an hour walk. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're very different. You know, choose a Bible study. Choose a devotional. Um, pick up the word. You know, worship. Um, worship, worship is so powerful. It's so beautiful to just be in the presence of God and and worship with all your with all your heart. 
Um, choose those things over five straight hours of Netflix, yeah? yeah? Um, don't get me wrong, I'm not being a Nazi. I'm not saying don't ever watch Netflix, but hang out with God, then watch Netflix. Um, choose a devotional first thing in the morning before you check Facebook. When I wake up in the morning, I read three or four devotionals just to get myself going, just to encourage myself, just to posture my heart um, around the presence of God and what he wants to do and say for the day. Because, you know, once we tune into those things, they can be good things, but they can also consume all our attention, yeah? yeah. So before you TikTok, <laughs> are you hearing me amazing young people? Before you TikTok, um, or you put your spectacular photo on Insta, or you post your opinion on Facebook, <laughs> hang out with Papa God. I don't share opinions, I share godly thoughts. That's wonderful, thank you. <laughs> Draw near to him, lean into him, lean into his goodness. When you feel overwhelmed by a circumstance that you're facing, put your music on, you know, put worship music on before you open the fridge or the pothole or your wallet. Um, I'm not saying don't do any of those things, but those can, things can be a huge distraction to actually connecting with God. Oh, yeah. One yeah. of the weeks of our, um, our friendship group, one of the questions that we threw around the group while we were Zooming together, still during this transformed, was how do you focus on God? As an individual, what do you do yeah, to focus on God? And it was a, a really good open discussion because some of us shared our struggles because of the distractions of life. Mm -hmm. some, people, some people were just so, you know, uh, I guess, willfully vigilant and we just do. We just make a decision to. Um, I... Thing it was someone else that said, I, I actually need to go for a walk in nature. As soon as I'm in nature, I, I connect with God. So they, they've realised if they posture themselves there, they connect. Others, it was walking the dog, like, like Sean. But everyone had something different in relation to how do you focus on God? Yeah, and, and absolutely. I, I think a sign, of, well, a sign of maturity has to be understanding how we focus on God. Because yeah, it, really it's no good looking at anyone else. If I look at the way that Mel does it, mm. I'll, I'll have a stress attack. My, mine doesn't work. <laughs> I don't work that way, you know. I just need to have some music playing or just driving a car. Um, where I can just close my eyes while I drive on a really straight <laughs> road. I put the cruise control on so the car goes straight, um, but I, I find that when I posture myself like that, I, I can hear from God. We, we have to be in tune with what works for us because yeah. we can't copy anyone else. Yeah, and if really we try good. to copy anyone else, this won't work. Yeah, it's really good. And it has to work. Yeah. It has to work because it's the only way to get through Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday to Friday yeah, to Saturday really to Sunday. Good. It's the only way. Yeah, it's really good. So sometimes my husband tells me off because I do miss... Um, Salting cooking. I do miss posts that people put on Facebook or sometimes I do miss invitations to events because I'm not very good at checking it. So if you've ever invited me to an event that I haven't responded to, it's um, just that I actually didn't read it. <laughs> I wasn't rejecting your invitation, I just didn't actually read it. Sometimes I miss things that are happening in the world and on the news because when I get a moment, you know, when I get a moment, I actually want to spend that moment with God. I want to spend that moment in His presence. I want to spend that moment strengthening myself. Come on. Or I want to spend that moment with real people, yeah. <laughs> All right. 
We need the strength of God every single day to live the life that he has called us to live. We need his nearness every single day to fulfill the plans and the purposes that he has for your life, yeah? Because he doesn't just have plans and purposes for my life or Andrew's life. He has plans and purposes and destiny and calling for your life. Whatever you're gifted at, whatever you're talented at, whatever arena it is that you work in, God wants to use you powerfully, significantly. He wants you to impact people. He wants you to bring the presence of God and the love of God into environments that transforms people and sets them free. So so, so whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's mothering, whether it's working, whatever it is, God has a plan and a purpose. Absolutely. So do you know what the word strengthen means? I love this. I love this. To strengthen is to make something stronger. Come on. I practiced that. Was it good? (laughs) Should I do it again? Should I do it louder? We're not filming twice. (laughs) I thought I was funny. I wanted to share. When I looked up the meeting, it was in the meeting, yeah? So I get to share it. You can strengthen your muscles by working out or strengthen your brain by learning new words. Anytime you strengthen something, you're making it more resistant, vigorous, or tough. So every time we draw near to God, every time we draw close to Him, every time we hang out with Him, however that looks for us, our spirit man is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. So when challenges come our way, when life gets turned upside down, when things don't go according to plan, we have a spirit that is strong and resilient and it can sustain us and strengthen us through the turmoil of life. Absolutely. It's like that old hymn. I've just written it all over the page. Um, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yeah. And all these other things, all the issues, all the problems, all the cares, all the concerns of life will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. To strengthen ourselves, we need to focus on God. We, we just need to be able to zoom in on him, however way it works, and everything else actually dissipates, disappears, dissolves. And so within ourselves, we do just become stronger because we've learnt how to overcome the very things that are, are bringing weakness or, or, or trouble into our life. I, I figure that if you're Daniel, you've been thrown into the lion's den. His only option, right? His only option is to focus on God. And after he focuses on God, after the whole night, the king comes back, yells out to him. Daniel yells, yells back. They take off the, you know, the, the stone so that he can come out. Can I tell you, the people that were there wouldn't have been frightened of the lions. They would have been frightened of Daniel. How does anyone go into a, a den of starving lions and actually walk out? Yeah, come yeah. on. They would have been frightened yeah, of him. so good. Yeah, God is so our sustenance, isn't he? He is so our sustenance. And, um, you know, something that really resonated in my heart when I was preparing this is that God has an abundance, yeah? There is no lack in God of any kind. He has a total abundance. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8 says, And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. How good is that? Deuteronomy 28 verse 12, the Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens. Absolutely. Yeah, God has a rich treasury. There is no lack and will bless all the work you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never borrow 
from them. God has an abundance. There is no lack. If you need peace, he's got a yeah, whole lot of on. peace. If you need financial provision, he is the Lord, your provider. If you need strength, he has got strength for you. If you need courage, he has got courage for you. He is infinite. He is amazing. He is the beginning. He is the end. However you are feeling this morning, he has what you need. Yeah, God absolutely. has provision for you. Yeah. God has provision for your family. God has provision for your circumstance. He is the Lord who provides. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm not a perfect person. I don't have it all together. I don't always get it right. I go through challenges just like you do all the time. But one of the, my favorite things that we have done in this season to strengthen ourselves is we've been having some worship sessions as a family. And um, it's yeah. been so cool, just all of us actually worshipping together. And, you know, not that my kids necessarily wanted to do it at the start, but we just encouraged them in the process. And we put, you know, we put an anointed worship song on yeah. and just allowed the Spirit of God to draw them into that place. We had a good and, time. Um, yeah. My highlight was my son Nathan just flat out worshipping, um, kneeling on the couch, hands raised, eyes closed, having the most phenomenal encounter with God. I was like, wow, what a worshiper my son was. And that yeah, was in the on. midst of challenging times. Yeah, come on. So we need to worship God more. We need to strengthen ourselves more. We need to position ourselves in the yeah. presence of God more in this season, not less because we're not in church on a Sunday. We actually need to worship more, pray more, walk more, go for drives more. However you connect with God, do it. Do you know why? Because I've got a couple of points in closing. Well, can I, can I just chime in there? The, en the enemy's role is to rob us, to totally yeah. rob us of anything that, that, that is good, that, that has us in God's will, yeah? The enemy doesn't care if you're rich. The enemy doesn't care if you have the most outstanding relationship. All the enemy cares about is that whatever you have distracts you and removes you from the will of God, yeah? yeah? That's, that's, that's his ploy, that's his plan, mm. that's his game. But for God, I, I love how it says, because God wants us to have an abundant life. And when we say abundant, we always think riches. People think riches. Mm -hmm. But God wants to bless us spiritually, physically. Yeah. He wants to bless us in our mental health. Yeah, he wants to bless us in our emotional health. John 10.10, 10, what does it say? Most of us know this passage. The thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy our faith. Yeah, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Yeah, we're talking about an That's abundant right. life, yeah. living life abundantly. Yeah. This is why it's so important to know why we should strengthen ourselves, how to strengthen ourselves, because it helps us walk into the plans and the purpose and the destiny the Father God has for us. Yeah, that's right. So good. You know, God wants to do something so significant in you. He wants to remind you of your value, of your worth, of how much he loves you, of how much that he spent loves spending time with you, just being with you. God wants to remind you that yeah. he's got you, he's got me, he's got this. And when you spend time with him, you give him an opportunity to do that. Yeah. God wants to do a work in our heart, yeah? He wants to bring healing and freedom to us. I love that um, that the Bible says, whom the Son sets free is free, free indeed. indeed. Yeah? Yes. You know, so Jesus wants to set us free. God wants to bring deep healing to our hearts, places that are wounded and hurting. You know, God is the greatest healer. 
He can heal the deepest wounds. He can heal, he can heal the greatest breakage. I declare that because I've experienced on, it myself. Amen. You know, God has healed every broken place in my heart. He is such a good, good father. Things that hold us back, that bind us, that stop us from becoming all he's destined us to be. He sets us free from those yeah, things amen. so amen. that we can live in our destiny. And God wants to remove lies. When we strengthen ourselves in the Lord, God can remove those lies that tell us we're not good enough. We're not smart enough. We weren't wanted. We're not loved. <laughs> we're not pretty enough. You know all those lies? Because that's what they are. They're lies. Yes, they, they are lies from the enemy that he wants to use to steal, kill, and destroy. But when we strengthen ourselves, when we draw near to God, we hear you're loved, you're cherished, you're valued, you're free. We hear the voice of God speaking into yeah, our hearts. Absolutely. And you know what? When God does a powerful work in us, it's not just for us, is it? No. Number one, it's for us because we're his children and he loves us and he wants us free. He wants us healed. He wants us whole. But you know what? When you get free, when you get healed, when you start knowing your value and worth, you walk different, you talk different, you act this different. This is good preaching. Yeah, this is, people around this is on the money. you, yeah. come on, people around you start to get free. People around you start to want what, want what you've got. People in your workplace, they're like, I want that peace in that chaos. I want that freedom. I want that courage. You know, I want that peace that surpasses all understanding. God when, heals you so you can be a breakthrough for others. Yeah, you? when God does a work in you, trust me, he wants to do a work in everyone around you. He's such a powerful father. Yeah. You yeah. know, be the breakthrough, be the light, be the hope, be the dreams that God has called you to be. Let's strengthen ourselves in the Lord. Be hungry, be thirsty for Him. Yeah, let's yeah. position ourselves in His presence. And you know why we strengthen ourselves? Because we know where our strength comes from. We know where our hope comes from. We know where our courage comes from. And you know what? It is not from me. Come on. And it is not from Andrew. It is God in us. It is God in you. It is God in me. Amen? Amen. Yeah, totally. He is our strength. He is our source. Let's continue to strengthen ourselves in the Lord and allow him to do the most incredible work in this Mount Clear family. Yeah. And let's actually, I want to pray for your church just yeah. really quickly. Father, I just pray that each and every person that's listening today, God, um, via whatever means, yes. that, Lord, we would all 